Welcome to the Pick Truth Podcast, where we read confessions that people send us or that we find online and rate them based on their level of heat. The truth can range from a bell pepper to a Carolina Reaper. A bell pepper is a very mild truth. A poblano is a truth that can irritate others. A jalapeno is spicy. A Thai chili has me judging you very hard. The Reaper is a truth that you should take to your deathbed. Listen, laugh, and learn what happens. When the only option you have left is to pick truth. Welcome back to another episode of Pick Truth. I'm your host, Dr. Vicki Harris. I'm here with my co-host. Lamont Hearn Jr. And we're here to bring the heat. It is an On The Ones episode. So if this is your first episode, you might want to check out the solo ones. They're probably a lot better than who we have as our guest. But on the one episodes are all, I said it, I said it, I'm hating on my guests. He came to our show and I'm treating him poorly, but it's okay. No, uh, on the ones episodes are episodes where we invite a guest in. So we read a confession and then we have the guest read a confession and we just kind of meet and greet and and see what happens. It's just the flow of it. So it's a fun, fun little thing. So uh, so here I have Lamont Hearn, of course, and then we have Dr. Anthony Harris. You want to speak up? Want to say something? Yeah. Hey, I'm glad to be here. That's my husband. This is you my know husband. what? I don't need this kind of treatment when I don't have to be here. <laughs> the disrespect that I'm feeling right now is is outlandish. Mm. I came to support y'all show. Oh, Get y'all okay. numbers up. Okay. Oh, Ooh. wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Mm. Wow. And this is why there's no mercy in the Harris household. Like there's just no no. I I, I kid all the way around. This week we uh have the uh the pleasure uh, of having I. my husband, Dr. Anthony Harris, here as our guest for the On the Ones episode. So uh, uh there's a tremendous amount of planning that went into this episode. About 30 minutes ago, I looked at him and said, hey, can you do the other ones episode? And he said, yes. So there, well, no, it was more than 30 minutes, about an hour or two ago. So that was the direct planning. But I appreciate him. I appreciate you. I'm still reeling from the debacle with the artwork. But Lamont, tell me how your week has been. (laughs) Um, My week's been pretty good. Um, I've been on a special project my job for a couple weeks now it's been going pretty good um and it's it's been an eye-opening experience just getting to see uh a new uh i guess skill set if you will in the job and um other than that um everything's been going good with the family how about yourself uh it's it's been a week and it's like not even the middle of it um i'm tired i is tired I am, I have to be careful about what I say about my current life because people listen in real time. So uh, right. I am recognizing the challenges in my new role and looking for constructive ways to, to, to be productive. It is, it's, it's a very challenging organization where, it's difficult at the moment and, and just difficult in learning the nuances. I'm, I'm so used to big, big corporations where the rumor mills were really settled to like departments and not whole organizations. Mm-hmm. And so 
I'm going to give the true introduction to our guest today, Dr. Anthony Harris. Uh, Dr. Harris is currently uh, a director of Residence Life and I think strategic partnerships at a local university. He has had over 20 years in post uh, and uh, higher ed education the background. He is uh, a wonderful friend, husband, cousin, brother, and all the things. Um, he is, although we talk bad about him, because sometimes he pulls some confessions that we don't like and because, you know, we rag on each other. Truly uh, part of the best person I know. Like, it's an even tie between him and my best friend who still ain't packed up her $500. But um, ultimately, <laughs> no, but really, uh, he is extremely smart. Not only does he have a doctorate in higher education, he has a master's in higher education and a bachelor's degree in Pan-African studies. And so um, my well-rounded, my chocolate husband, okay, like close enough. This is as dark as I'm going to get. So my uh, my caramel husband, how about that? My, my caramel, my kiss by the sun husband with the dreadlocks. I don't know if I should be here for this. Thank you, baby, for being on the show. You are welcome. Um, I'm sorry, Lamont, that you had to experience that introduction. Uh, I'm sorry if you feel uncomfortable, sir. Um, but I'm happy to be here. Uh, happy to provide y'all with the truth today. And uh, yeah, that. I'm glad the show's back. But what what would make anyone uncomfortable with their introduction? I'm I'm genuinely confused. Okay, so that's the thing. It's like, so I know you all outside of this show, right? And mm -hmm. you got like real, like Friday night, B96, like real, like proud, which is cool. It's, it's, it's cool. So it's just, for those you know, that, to those that don't understand the B96 reference, that's a local radio station. And I don't know if any of us have actually listened to the radio in the last 10, 12 years actually but like they uh uh back in the day on friday nights it was like it wasn't midnight love but it was like midnight love adjacent and then of course a midnight love reference is a tv show that was on a, a musical tv show that was on bet back in the 90s and yeah all that to say it was real cuddly and lamont's not used to seeing us cuddly i guess uh we, I, we didn't rub noses together because clearly my husband is somewhere on a tarmac uh, the amount of feedback we're getting from him, I, I I think he's on a tarmac and not in his office. But I'm just in the in the room that I was given. So. <laughs> this is foolishness. All right, so we got the Fourth of July coming up next week, not too not too uh, far from now, and uh, I thought this would be a good truth. So we're gonna kind of have a Fourth of July related little confession so i'm gonna jump right in if there's no objections i knocked a woman out cold and broke her jaw with a keg and never apologized i was at a fourth of july barbecue with my girlfriend at the time it was in her hometown so i knew nobody there but there was roughly about 200 people of all ages this is back in 2014 Kids running around playing with fireworks with their great grandparents, relaxing, enjoying drinks and food. That's not like, sounds like our crib on 4th of July. I kid you not, it, it goes down like that. But anyway, 
People had uh, awnings and tents and chairs set up and were enjoying a full smorgasbord picnic style. It was really a wonderful setting. We spent the first 30 minutes visiting with her friends, enjoying some food and beverages and wandering the beautiful property. At one side of the property, they had a section where different yard games were set up, including badminton, cornhole, ladder golf, and the most popular keg toss. So I know this is a divergent to, but Lamont, have you ever heard of a keg toss? Because like I have heard of all the other games, badminton, cornhole, but keg toss. Yeah. Um, I had a couple of, uh, former teammates playing football and stuff who their their family uh was uh, one of my teammates was norwegian his family had kind of mentioned that they had done keg tosses um i don't have much detail on it so i heard it but it seems dangerous to me and i don't have much more information than that small like little detail what about you anthony keg tossing i have not heard of keg tossing I heard of Can Jam. Is it like Can Jam, or is it something totally different than Can Jam? I don't even know what that is. That was, that's uh, uh that's uh, we now have our researcher going to go research that <clears throat> Lamont, and I have not even heard of that before. Okay, Cam Jam. Okay, so a keg. I can tell you what a keg toss is. I, I found the description. Um, it's a sport. It's a sport that involves the heaving. Okay. Of a standard 15.5 gallon beer keg. Most people refer to this type of keg as a half keg or half barrel. The keg must be completely empty before it should be tossed to avoid injuries. Mm. Okay. And a can jam. So that is much different than yes, can, can jam. Can jam is a frisbee game. Like they just throwing frisbees. Oh. Like they just try to make stuff fancy. It's a it's a name brand. So we Oh huh. You throw a frisbee into a barrel. Give me three dollars, I can remake it at the Dollar Tree. Okay, I thought can jam. I was thinking preserves, but we digress. At this part, at this party, they had all those things: so badminton, cornhole, ladder golf, and the most popular. I think that's why it stuck me. Like the most popular, Monopoly. No, keg toss with a couple dozen onlookers. That was where we found ourselves, beers in hands, enjoying the company. After watching a couple of contenders. My girlfriend and a couple of their uh, of others insisted that I give it a shot. I'm six five, ex football player, relatively big. So if this is the U.S., we're talking about football and not soccer, or because uh, you know, just depend, you know, where you where you live in the world. I am a little shy, so I, de- I denied at first, but was persuaded after some liquid encouragement. It's the best kind. On my first try, I loaded the keg up sort of shot puck style on my shoulder. I gave it a couple of uh, crow hops forward and heaved it. Nowhere near the winning mark. I lost the attention of most of the crowd, but a few other contestants gave me some pointers and helped me to, to dial into my next shot with a little different style. For my second shot, I grasped the keg with one hand on top and one on bottom. This time, I intended on spinning it around and heaving it discus style. With my back to the field, I picked up the keg and forcefully spun one and a half times and absolutely heaved this thing. It was a beautiful shot straight down the course. The woman who was responsible for making shots with small flags had taken up conversation with the onlooker 
clearly unimpressed with my first shot. Unfortunately for her, she was standing right at the landing spot of my keg. People screamed, telling her to watch out, but as she looked in my direction, the keg throttled her right in the face. She was sent back with force, and the keg fell to the ground. Everything fell silent. The world worked in slow motion for the next 30 minutes. I couldn't hear a kid playing. I couldn't hear my girlfriend or the onlookers consoling me. I couldn't hear the ambulance coming down the property. Uh, I could see her on the ground covered in blood, motionless. I could see people crying. I could see people picking up their things and leaving the picnic. I was in shock, unable to think, unable to gather any understanding as to what had just happened. After some time, we decided it wasn't doing anyone any good to stand there and watch. So we decided to leave. My girlfriend got home on uh, my girlfriend got homeowner information from the women's information and we went back to my house to chill out. It took me the better part of the night to relax my nerves. A month later, I got an update from my girlfriend saying that she had been in the hospital for a few days with a concussion and a broken jaw. She was knocked out for a couple of minutes and still had her jaw wired shut. I was honestly happy she was alive. I asked for her information with the intention of calling her, but I never did. I honestly feel horrible about it. I wouldn't wish this type of energy, excuse me, I wouldn't wish this type of injury on anyone. And for me to put her through that eats me up. I never called her because I never really could formulate what to say. And now I feel like it's gone on far too long, which is five years that it's pointless. I'm at peace with it now. I know she is healed, but I always wish I'd have had at least called her and apologized and wished her my best. I mean, before before I can go with a rating, I have I have questions. So this lady is supposed to be putting markers down for the scores is what I'm understanding. Um she's supposed to be paying attention. Um, I don't know about anybody else, but if that's my job, I'm definitely standing as far away as I can from the playing field, quote unquote, um, to then see where it's going to land. Um, the fact that she was, she had to be on the playing field based on what he said, because he said it was straight down the line. Like he expressed that he was centered. He did not waver. It didn't go anywhere else. And she got popped really good. Uh, the fact that most of the people kind of just stood around from how you said it, and then some of the other people just dipped out, um, it just sounds wild to me. Um, like nobody was, seems like no, they never mentioned anyone was checking for a pulse, um, nothing. Uh, it's like they just called 911. Well, he like, may not have seen it. He. He was in shock, so he may not have seen it. So he he somebody could have been checking for a pulse, and he didn't even see because he was just in shock. See, that's the thing. He did mention some people started leaving. So I mean, at some point, his shock did subside. So you're right; it's very well possible that it may have happened while he wasn't in his right state of mind. And then when he came, when he kind of was able to, you know, come come back in and register what was going on, he just saw people leaving. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, no, that's that's wild. Um, as far as an actual confession, the actual confession of hitting her, um, 
I would say that part's a bell pepper. Um, not because I'm diminish, um, diminishing what happened to her, but as far as him confessing it, like there were plenty of people there. So somebody knew you did it anyway. Um, now, as far as him um, not trying to put any type of contact with her, I would say is a, to me as a jalapeno. Um, I feel like in some form or fashion, you could have reached out could have tried to communicate. Um, I probably would have went to the hospital um, rather than went home, just me, um, just because I would have wanted some type of direct information. Of course, obviously, I know they're not going to let me go straight back there because I'm not family, but I would like to have had some more, uh, a better update, especially if it affected me so bad that I literally was out of it in the way that this person stated. Uh, but yeah, man, I, that's a lot of pain. That's a 15.5 pound keg. I, I wouldn't wish that on nobody. Yeah, I agree. Anthony, what are your thoughts? I had a lot of thoughts on this one. Um, I think of TikTok when I, when I when I hear this one, like, and I think about this the song "Another Satisfied Racial Moment" because it's like some white people shit, like this game, <laughs> white people. <laughs> uh just. Off the top of my head, because I've never heard the game before, so I've never heard this before in my life, so it's it's, it's new new stuff to me. Uh, but not to say that I wouldn't I wouldn't play some of the games. I, I probably would be throwing a keg. But she she put herself in a bad position by 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 staying by, by staying on the field. And if you're taking the score, you clearly know how this game is played, so you should be in a position to where you're not in the line of keg fire. Um, I would, I would say that, um, his, his level of shock is warranted. It was petty that a lot of people around him, uh, was like, yeah, I'm going to leave right now. I'm going to dip out real quick and just got it up and left. Like, <laughs> like it was like, this is, this is awkward. We're out. Uh, that was funny. But but still, Patty. I was gonna say, do you know what it would remind, It reminds me of it. It reminds huh? me of the scene in the color purple when the they're at the Suge Avery's about to fight Sophia, and the guy at the piano's like, "Gotta go." <laughs> yeah, Wait. there we go. I gotta go. <laughs> That's what it. Yeah. yeah. What should I squeak out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as far as as far as rating, I too would rate it um, a, a bell pepper. For the uh, for the actual um, truth itself, because it was an accident. It was a genuine accident. He didn't know what he was doing. He was trying something new, and bad things happen. I mean, you throwing kegs, people drinking, not a good combination. In in my state of mind, <laughs> it just does not sound like a good, good combination. As far as him not reaching out, um, I can see this in two ways. Um, he could have been, been 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 subconsciously fearful of like litigation because because you could be you might want to sue me if you know who did who did this or can identify me so maybe subconsciously he, he was trying to trying to self preservation kind of a thing uh, it, but Pablano because because it may irritate people it clearly might irritate the lady uh, and we uh, we're all like you know oh that's that, that's that's a little weird you, you didn't go check on it Mister Shoes okay you kind of just do, deuced out. Like you didn't even go over to her on the field to like, hey, she okay? You like, all right, it's time to go, boo. Let's get your stuff. Let's go. So yeah, it's time to go. Oh, 
Not that, not that he did it. Like, oh, time to go. Uh, <laughs> what are your thoughts on it, Vicky? I have to agree with both of you all that the the woman in question, like, I get it. She just wasn't expecting him to be able to hurl that keg at a distance that would hit her. Like, oh, he was weak the first time. I'm I'm expecting the same. But I feel like you need to keep your eye on the keg. Like, this is one of those times where, you know, you, you, you don't want to uh, keep, you know what I'm saying? Because that could be, and then I, I also recognize, I, so we're in the U.S. This sounded like it took place in the U.S. And so, because who else celebrates the 4th of July? But uh, we are very litigious. We're a very, very litigious country. And, you know, and some people could have been drunk and, and wanting to fight, too. Like, he didn't mention that. But I'm going to be honest. Like, if you hang out with people that throw keg, keg, excuse me, if you hang out with people that throw kegs for fun, I'm I'm sure a fight and some drinking ain't too far around. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if she got a hillbilly brother who, like, oh, I like to throw, you know, barrels and wants to fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I, I kind of understand his, like, let me get the heck out of here. And then the other people could be leaving for the same thing. Like, ah, oh, shoot. You know what happened? That was, you know, Becky Joe's brother. Done seen what happened. Let me go on out of here before they start shooting. Because they shoot, too. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> anyway, I, I I would say it was an accident. So, definitely a bell pepper. Now, where I think that we digress is on the follow-up. I, I'm stuck between a reaper. Like, don't even tell nobody. Mm. So, can't nobody come and get you? And, 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 or a bell pepper. Like, mm. listen, you, it wasn't on purpose. It, yeah, it wasn't on purpose. I mean, you, you took a keg to the face. Like, I, I really am. It's like, it, don't tell anybody so that you don't feel bad. Like, don't go feel bad about it. Don't tell anybody. So they, like, you didn't call her. You didn't ask about her. You didn't send her. Because at this point, like, it's five years. And like, and, and that was like, you know, several years ago. So it was 19, 20. Eight years has passed. Could you imagine eight years ago somebody did something to you and they came up like, hey, I just want to apologize for the time that I ran over your foot and changed your whole fucking life and didn't say anything to you about it? Don't say anything at this point. Like, don't say anything. I, I don't know. So, or it's like, we're in a litigious world. Maybe you don't think it's a good idea to, to, I don't know. I Either way, either, if you're going to say something, do it as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you remember me? I busted your face. Like, I don't know what the card says. Like, yeah, I don't know. So now I'm going to ask you guys, what would you say to them? How would you formulate your response after you've you broke someone's jaw by throwing a keg at their face and a woman's jaw? How what would you say when you called them? Or you and Lamont's going up to the hospital. Like, what are you saying when she's conscious again? We I'm just curious, what are y'all thoughts? What would you say to the person? Wanna go for a beer? See, that's it was better that you didn't say anything. That that oh, that I'm was sorry. yeah, it was best you don't say anything. Oh, I'm sorry. Um I would um first say I'm sorry. 
for making you Kanye for a season, <laughs> and then exit with playing through the wire, and then block her from all social media. So, for those that that made no sense to, uh, Kanye West at one point in his life had a car accident. He had to uh, get his jaws. Um, I guess wired shut as well. And he, he sung a song called through the wire, which is really good. You should go check it out. Um, But so Anthony's reference here was pretty, I saw him smiling really hard. So I knew he had something for us. So yeah, basically he's saying that he would tell this woman like, Hey, I, I did you just like Kanye West. And, and then, Homer Simpson out of the the room like <laughs> to music that is absolutely petty that is that is yeah so it may be let's give him a bell pepper for not saying anything because he I don't know what I would have said I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry that wasn't on purpose maybe and maybe she may have needed that five years ago or eight years ago when it happened hey I'm sorry because maybe she'd be like F him he didn't mm. even apologize like, but then what if he apologized? Like, I'm sorry you didn't pay attention to the keg. Like, I'm I'm sorry you didn't keep the eye on mm. the keg. Now, I mean, <laughs> you gotta you gotta time. be looking. Listen, sp- speaking of <laughs> looking, so you so uh, we have a local college team here, and they have spring football games. Normally, if you're at a football game, they have the net behind the goalpost when the kick field goes, so that the ball gets caught, so that it doesn't go into the stands, right? Uh, so a couple of years ago, we went to one of the spring games. They don't have the nets up during this time. So we're sitting behind the goalpost. Um, they kind of do that so that kids and people can catch the ball and allows them to throw it back on the field. So we're there, and there's an older couple that's maybe three or four seats away from us in the right dead center of the goalpost. Um, the lady and her husband are there. They're kicking a field goal. Ball comes through. And it's almost like slow motion. You can see he's looking down and he starts to look up. And right as he looks up to take a sip of his beer, the ball hits him smack dab in his face. Listen, that was a running joke and conversation for my wife and I for years. Because the way he looked, he had this football-shaped mark. It like somebody smacked him with hair on his head, um. like right in the center of his face. And But he was okay. I mean, you could tell he was startled by the way he responded. And embarrassed. Oh, yeah. And embarrassed. Oh, yeah, of course. But I, you know, I think he was trying to He took a ball. Say- <laughs> he, he took a ball to the face in public. Like, that's... Yes embarrassed and then had a golden shower with his beard so like yeah that's tough listen and Norris, they kept kicking field goals after that and kids were catching it in the face <laughs> no in their hands <laughs> i missed the last part lamar she asked did they um she asked did the kids catch the ball in the face i said no in their hand the, all jokes people I mean, he did get hit in the face but i'm just saying i mean it was rough, but you know it is what it is. That it's embarrassing. I, I I think that's the piece that it's embarrassing. Like you have that that sense of embarrassment that I do. 
I would. Like I, and then like you took a keg to the face and it, it broke your jaw. Mm. Like and listen, we have Fourth of July fun. Like we have a good time in our Fourth of July. Could you imagine one of our part? Like well, we did see somebody fall because of one of our games as an adult at our old place, but it wasn't Fourth of July. Yeah, you can get hurt at games that. easily. Never mind. I'm about to start yeah. canceling. I'm about to stop canceling the games, guys, because somebody gonna take a beanbag to the eye. I'll need raise premiums. I'll need raise premiums. All right. So if if we can, let's go over to our next truth. And that will be read by our guests. So I'm going to turn it over to you and let us know if you need any assistance. All right. Thank you. So uh, I have a truth as well. Uh, thank you all for, for inviting me again to the show. Uh, my truth is whenever I hear the news reporting some idiot or burn down their houses or blew off their fingers with fireworks, it brings a smile to my face. Uh, I hate fireworks with a passion. So it warms my heart when it when some idiot gets taken to the ER because they had one too many and their hand is in pieces all over the yard. I can't tell you how big my spouse was when I heard the following story. Men busted for allegedly burning down a New York home with illegal fireworks. A 36-year-old man was facing an arson charge after burning down a Brooklyn house while playing with fireworks, authorities said in the report. Uh, Daniel, ben, Daniel Ben was arrested on, on Friday in connection with the June 24th blaze on East 41st Street uh, near Avenue N in New York that broke out around 9.30 p.m., says the FDNY. Uh, fire marshals brought Ben... Um, caught me on surveillance footage shooting a Roman candle into a first floor window of a two and a half story home. He had been firing the illegal pyrotechnics in the driveway for, with two others, fire officers said. Ben continued to set off the fire, firecrackers for at least another 10 minutes before going inside to grab more fireworks and notices the fire. Uh, there's video footage, if you can look it up online, uh, from the neighbor's house shows the fire in his house. Um, once he spots the blaze, he runs outside and grabs a hose to try to put out the, the flames, but gives up within a minute um, as the inferno surges out of out of control, which you, you can see in the video. Um, it took 60 firefighters to put out the blaze, and the house was left charred and unlivable. The fire is one of the latest incidents connected with illegal fireworks as city authorities uh, see an uptick in residents setting off the pyrotechnics, a trend that has stretched throughout the, the country. Fire officials have confiscated nearly $37,000 in illegal fireworks over the last nine days and arrested 17 people, according to the New York Fire Department. The fire marshal will continue to, to actively enforce the laws relating to illegal possession and sale of fireworks in New York City, um, says the fire, fire commissioner. That was the story. This idiot burned his house down and is in jail. So, so he got what he deserved, in my opinion. This probably makes me look like a piece of crap, but I don't give a crap. Um, I wish more. I only wish more firework, firework launching idiots got hurt. But I guess we can't have everything. Your thoughts? Wow. Like, that just seems so unnecessarily extra. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Okay, you cannot like fireworks, but not want to see people's hands mutilated in the yard. Like, like just my my disgust for your description makes me want to say at least a Thai chili because I am absolutely judging you. Um, that just seems like a it just seems ridiculous. It's, I, personally, I think it's just a ridiculous. Um, notion um but I, you know what i do want to see i again so like I, I, let's take this in in, in layers because sometimes our, our our things have layers the first layer it's the person who wrote this confession you are really dark i am judging you i don't i i don't understand your behavior now let's talk a person about the idiot in the story though like oh we got video okay i want to share the video hold on i'm gonna share the video I'm going to share the video. Okay, this should be great. I'm going to share my screen. A young lady and two two guys in an alley or a driveway shooting up between two houses, shooting a, a, shooting a Roman candle up in the air. He literally, it looks like, I don't know if he did it on, uh, did it on purpose or not, but he shot into the window. And I can see the flames, but of course they can't see the flames because they're not paying attention. They're lighting fireworks. The curtain is on fire and like smoking. Time is lapsing, and then you just see it just engulf. Oh my gosh, guys! He's trying to get it out with the hose, but it is just to no avail. That was absolutely bananas. Probably won't go into in the show, but uh, we just took a, a quick watch of the video and it was stupid um the gentleman <laughs> it really was like it, it was just a dumb video so the guy let me if i rated the guy who did this um i'm judging you too i am judging you like you didn't think it was, you thought it was a good idea to shoot fireworks inside your house and real talk the, the houses are too close together for me uh, but for the original poster, I, I would absolutely say it's a tie chili because I just I'm judging you because that's an extreme stance to take on people who like fireworks. And maybe because I like fireworks, I don't really want to lie to them if I could avoid them. But somehow every year I, I have to. And then the other piece of it is the individual that we just and we'll see if we can get this on our social media uh, video of this gentleman or gentle people. It was just foolish. That was absolutely foolish. Makes no darn sense. And I give you a, a, a WTF, I'm judging you, Ty Chili, as well, because you're an idiot for shooting a Roman candle into your open window and didn't even go check. Like, yeah, foolishness. What, what do you think, Lamont? So the confessor is very macabre. Um, just to be so happy about somebody being injured is is a very is very extreme um i don't understand <clears throat> and you know I, I hope they seek help um just to kind of work through whatever the process is that has led to them being that um enthralled by somebody being hurt it's just like i'm not a big fan of cigarettes i don't like cigarettes at all but i don't want anyone to you know burn their house down or get cancer or anything like that because they smoke cigarettes. I understand that those are possibilities, but they don't bring me any joy. Um, so for me, yeah, it's a tie chili. I don't want it to be a reaper because I don't think he should keep it to himself. I think he should 
tell it to a therapist, like a clinician, someone, someone who can assist him in processing that, figuring out what that comes from. Maybe, um, maybe when he was a kid, he had friends who were lighting fireworks and they didn't give him a chance to light anything. But the little uh, snakes, you know, the little snakes you would light, they would kind of unfurl. Um, it seems like that may be his issues. It's more of a jealousy thing. So he just went extreme with it. Uh, but let's talk about the main event of that. And that's the idiot who decided to light it. And like you say, it was very nonchalant when it went in the house. Um, the story that was read about it indicated that they went inside not to stop the fire, but to get more fireworks. Um, that's a problem as far as intelligence or just lack of attention. Um, because at that point, if I look in my house and it's real bright, um, and it's not a TV or anything like that, and the window's open, cause you, you should be able to hear that. I think he had a mullet in that picture or in that video. I'm not saying anything about mullets creating certain images, but if you think about a person and someone was like, hey, let me tell you a story about this guy who was outside of his house. He was lighting fireworks, lit his house on fire, and he did not run in. And I told you he had a mullet. I felt most people would shake their heads and be like, it checks out. That's all I'm saying. I feel like people would say that checks out. Um, so the dude whose house caught on fire, to me, that's a um, he can't. It's, it's a reaper to me. He can't hide it since his house got burned down. But, uh, yeah, that, that's just the, the main guy who told the story. He should, he should get some help. That's, that's my thoughts. I agree. So what do you think, Dr. Harris? Um, also mixed feelings on, on the whole thing. The poster, I agree with Lamont that they do need to check in and, um, evaluate their stance on fireworks and the bodily harm that they can um, create. And I say that because I'm speaking from a person who, who, who does not like to light fireworks because I've been injured by a firework before. Uh, I will light them now if I have to, but it's, it's not, don't call me, look at me, look at me first. In my house, Lamont lights fireworks <laughs> and my wife. Um, Thank you very much, both of you all, for, for <laughs> doing so that. That's so true, though. Uh, it really is true. Um, <laughs> right, right. Uh, and so, so the, the 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 extreme, the visceral response that you have to fireworks, I think, needs to be assessed in a on a couch or in some space where you can relax and talk about it. The deep seated issues that you have with pyrotechnics uh, because we do come from a, from a we're from a city that has a the hugest show in the world uh, every year. Uh, so I, I enjoy, enjoy fireworks from a distance, but I don't, I just don't want to light them. I'm not against them. Uh, as far as the, the young person uh, who, who decided to light the fireworks on the space that was, there was akin to a, Based on the on the video, about half the size of a, of a driveway because the driveway was it was one driveway between both houses and then there was stairs off of both houses so that made it smaller a smaller space so maybe half the size of a, of a vehicle could have fit in this space so it was very tight space and there were 
shooting in like like the the, the pass through or like the little courtyard between with windows wide open. Uh, maybe they didn't have central air uh, in their house, so the windows is open because it's just they're always open. They didn't think about it, but you have to be aware of your surroundings and you shooting fireworks off in that small of a space is is recipe for for disaster. Uh, and so for him, um, I would I, w- I would say that uh, he's a, the, 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 for the for the person who was arrested and is in jail. Uh, that was a tie chili because why would you do that uh, for for the for the person posting? I'm giving them a reaper. Like you shouldn't tell nobody this because I'm gonna have if if I know you, I'm gonna call somebody to talk to you. And we're going to do an intervention and we're going to set you down and, and talk to you about what this, this fear stems from. What's, did, did you, was there some stuff that happened in the past that impacts fireworks for you? Please tell us what, what, the, what the problem is because this is, this is, Lamont would say, a bridge too far. I'm telling you, he only got to light the small fireworks. I'm telling you, the little small, little snakes that unravel, I'm telling you. It's, it just, it's just too geared towards it. I agree. It's something happened. Something that was devastating to this person's psyche. Because that was weird. I don't know. We, uh, every year, just about, for the last several years, my husband and I do throw a a 4th of July party. You know, during COVID, it was very, like, it was just a bubble one year, I think. Uh, And then the next year, it was a little bit bigger. And then so we, we've opened the doors again, but we haven't got any RSVP. We got like four RSVPs, so it's about to be a small party, which doesn't hurt my feelings. So, because, you know, how many people are didn't RSVP and they're going to show up? Right. <laughs> but uh, that's that's coming up. I'm pretty excited. But I think that does it for this episode of On The Ones. Uh, Anthony, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a good sport and all that good fun stuff. I appreciate you, honey. All right, appreciate you, and thanks for having me. All right, um, but did you did you what uh, tar- tarmac are you on? Because the background noise that you have it is <laughs> it, it is real. At this point, my my uh, thing is not on the heater. The air is not on, so I don't know what you're hearing. Um, yeah, it's just maybe it's your system now. But I, I don't hear it when you're on mute. I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, yeah. No. Th- I don't know. Thank you for being here. I do appreciate you. Lamont, thank you as always. Uh, and I'm not going to forget this week. <clears throat> if you like today's show, help us out and subscribe and send this show to two friends. If you're not done so already, join our Facebook group, Pick Truth, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Oh, don't forget to rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you subscribe. All right. Catch you next time. Later. We can't pick truth without you. Send us your truths at picktruthmail at post.com to see if you can bring the heat. Do y'all hear that? Yes. It's my fan again. Turn back on. It's off currently. Are we talking about the poltergeist? Like, can you turn it off? It's no. It's literally the 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 vent fan, not my 
personal fan. Can, can you turn the room. system off? I did turn it off. I turned the fan off in the in the hallway. No, no, no. The, just turn the system so I turn, off. I turned the whole thing off. Turn. Yeah. Okay. One second. Thank you, baby. Watch your headphones. I hope they wireless. I hope they wireless. They are. Okay, because you just <laughs> snatch back like, oh, no. I don't know if this part's on the show, but you all are common. Yeah, we're an old couple. Of ah! This this is normal. I know people may not hear this part, but this is normal <laughs> with with you all. I'm sure it's only that much more extra when people ain't around. The whole family's extra. Poor Anthony, he's really outnumbered. He really is. Like, mm. all right. We do this. Are you landing a plane? What? Like, is he landing a plane? What is going on? <laughs> this is back system that you bought. <laughs> is he landing a plane? The system is off. <laughs> okay, there it goes. How about what we're gonna? What we're gonna do is when you're not speaking, you need to go on mute. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We in the same house. Like, how is that even possible? Like, we in the same house. Oh, okay. We have two HVAC systems. (laughs) Anthony, you would be quieter outside of traffic. It's still going. All right. So, yeah, go ahead and go on mute. Unless you're talking. Anthony, Lamar, you's cool. Sweet Jesus. Yeah, I don't hear nothing. Not, I mean, I just heard a car go down the street, but that's just because I can hear from over there. Okay. Can you hear us, Anthony? You can just shake your head yes. All right. I will let you know when to talk. He gave me something. Good Lord. I love him. Uh, My truth is whenever I hear the news reporting some idiot or burned down their houses or blew off their fingers with fireworks, it brings a smile to my face. Um, I hate fireworks with a passion. So it warms my heart when it, when some idiot gets taken to the ER because they had one too many and their hand is in pieces all over the yard. I can't tell you how big my spouse was when I heard the following story. Men busted for allegedly burning down New York's home with illegal fireworks. A 36-year-old man was stationed in Arkansas after burning down a Brooklyn house while playing with fire. Authorities said.